Hey, what's going on, guys? This is the second episode of the uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins Smart Black People podcast. And uh, we we uh, actually decided that we would do something a little bit different today. I decided <laughs> that I would bring my fiance, Alicia, on so we can talk about uh, just some um, perspectives on love and relationships. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk to me about love and relationships? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, she's a relationship therapist. Which technically must mean that she knows everything, and I know nothing. <laughs> that is not true. Okay, let's make a vow. Mm-hmm. We are not going to get to arguing on this podcast. Well, we better not argue. Everybody will be listening. <laughs> then they'll, we're they'll get a kind. glimpse of how crazy it gets when we're by ourselves when we go on our runs. So are you, um, so, okay, uh-huh. so where do we start? For, first of all, you know, the film The Black Love Blueprint. We just uh, put that film out, and uh, it was really good. A lot of people liked it. I was really surprised that so many people loved it so much. It is so good. It was such a good documentary. Thank you. So Thank you, you did a great job, boys. Yeah, well, you were there when we shot it. I remember that. Yeah. And all of your expert people on there, they were solid. It was mm. just really, it was a good, I remember their shoot when you were shooting it. Like, everybody was in a good mood. It was like good vibes. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Dorian Chandler, the director, was there. Tia Brown. She's awesome. And uh, Cleo Monago. And, yeah. And, uh, oh, the Duncans. You know, a lot of people cried when they showed the Duncan story. Did, have you seen, have, did you get a chance to watch? I finally did. I felt so embarrassed because I felt like I was the only person that had never heard of the Duncan story. Oh, I hadn't And then when you told me about it, and then afterwards I looked it up and it was such a great idea. Yeah, did you see it in the documentary though? Yeah, yeah, I saw him. You sure? Oh, you saw I saw him when they were talking, so I know No, 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 no. You didn't see the actual footage in the film, did you? I did. You don't be watching Because I pay attention to everything you do, boys. No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) She watches Black Dot and Brother Panic and Robert X. Robert X, Brother Panic, Black Dot. See, I like all the black... Um, topics, but I like it from a metaphysical perspective. So I see it from that level. Well, that shit's just disrespectful. Don't know nothing about my podcast. No, I love your stuff. But I think what it is, I don't don't. listen to your podcast because, like, in the morning we'll kind of talk about, like, what you're going to talk about. And then I already know kind of what you're going to say because we spend so much time together. So it doesn't make sense for me to listen to your podcast. Although I hear Mm -hmm. your podcast... And I think it's awesome. And the kids hear it. And it's, you are rubbing off on them. Did you notice that when we were in Florida? Like, Taylor really wanted to, like... That's true. She took that picture in front of the microphone. Like, she was really trying to do something. I know. She really has something to say. I was so impressed. Did she really? Well, you were encouraging her. I don't know if she really has something. Did she really have something to say? Was it nice? She did. I mean, well, you know, she's intelligent. She's She does good for 10. Mm-hmm. You know. You, but I I'm, just love that you rub off on them. Yeah, 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 I didn't know. I didn't, you know. I got my big black business school flag up, and you know, I take. I'm, I'm a very proud black man. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm proud. You know, so I was just like, I'm gonna be proud of my shit, and maybe they'll notice. Maybe they won't. Do you know? Oh, they but, definitely noticed, and they felt, and they loved. Remember, we went to Atlanta, and they were in that part of sort of like the protest that was going on. And, yeah, they loved Atlanta. Yeah. I'd like for. I, w- I would love to be able to take the kids to Atlanta. Again, well, you know, Jay Morrison is launching uh, the Black Rights Party in Atlanta, and Jay called me and invited us, and uh, and I told him I would try to talk you into it. On July well, you know, 20. I'm down. <clears throat> I'll go. Okay, I think we can do it. I think we can make. We got to. We got to find somewhere. To, some something to do with the kids, though, because I don't know. I think. I think. Um, 
people might think we're bad parents if we put our kids on an airplane right now. Everybody's scared because of the pandemic. We'll, we'll work it out. It always works out. Oh, shoot. Are you still I recording? Hit a button. Oh. I, I don't know. If we... Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, um, what did you learn from the Black Love Blueprint? What would it be like when you, as a relationship therapist, you know, what was your perspective on it as a therapist? Everything was solid. Like, you know, I, I think I've already talked to you about some of this stuff, but I think the biggest thing was for me personally, because I've been married before mm-hmm. and I'm divorced. Yeah. And I think that, like I was telling you, like it was hard for me because I didn't want to be a stereotype. Mm-hmm. So like here a, I am. A I'm, a, I'm a black mom who's single. It was like good grief. But that's so rare. I you know, know. That almost never happens. I don't think it's I think there's a lot of great families that are together that are black that we don't get to see. But it's just a stereotype. Mm. And that's what made me stay in my marriage longer than I needed to be. Because mm. I didn't want to be a stereotype and I was scared of that. Mm. Also, I really believed that I was not going to ever find a man. Mm. Like, and I just made up my mind that, okay, I'm just going to be a single mom. I'm going to raise these kids and co-parent with their father. And that love for me in the future is gone. My better days are behind me, and I was fine with that. Mm. You're such a pretty lady. It's hard to imagine you thinking you'd just be some old maid and it's single. It's crazy. Well, I'm thinking in my head, who wants a woman with three kids? I'll be wondering that every day, too. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get sucked into? Yeah, you, you're part of the group. You're sucked in. Yeah. Love it or not. Oh, I don't mind. I'm glad. I like it. Your podcast will be interrupted at any moment. That's okay. They're 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 good. they're good kids. Yeah, well, I, we try to do our best, but that was like the biggest thing. So you you know that was the only thing I could add to the documentary. But it was very thorough. It very it gave it was real. I didn't disagree with anything. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we were excited. I mean, a few thousand people you know registered to watch it on Black Movie Night, and we showed it <clears throat> there and. And uh, also, if you guys want to uh, see the documentary, we also have a love and money class in the Black Business School. So the, the documentary is part of the um, love and money class. So you can go to um, the Black Love Blueprint dot com. T-H-E, the Black Love Blueprint dot com. What's love and money? <clears throat> What's the love and money class? Like, what am I going to learn if I take that class? Oh, a lot of stuff. Like I have the seven golden rules of love and money. Um and how to just deal with financial situations when it comes to your partners. How to know if your partner has a financial STD. And that comes down as like sort of almost like a financial version of the coronavirus. You know, like yes. if somebody has bad financial habits or if they come in with a really messed up financial situation, yes. that'll, that'll infect you. Like that'll infect your life. Yes, it does. But you know what? Everything affects the relationship. Like anger. If you have anger, mm. like suppose I have daddy issues, which, you know, you know, suppose mm. I'm like mad at my dad. Mm. How can I not bring it into the relationship mm. and take that anger out on you? So everything that your entire past, all of the unresolved issues that can be a virus that you can bring into your relationships. That is so true. So money and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was actually kind of fun. Um, it was a spinoff of when I wrote the book Financial Lovemaking 14 years ago. Uh, yeah. So it was kind of interesting to see how, especially for women, 
how money spent spills over into their relationship so much. And for men, it obviously matters too. Uh, but because I think a lot of men, you know, see them, their masculinity tied to their economic situation, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but like for the women, I was what really surprised me most was how angry some of the women would be when the men like messed up the money, like to the point where they'd be ready to stab him and kill him in his sleep. So what do you mean messed up the money? Like they didn't communicate with what they were doing with their money? Or? Um, Like one, one lady I interviewed, she told me that her... um. She had been saving money for her daughter's college fund and was putting the money in like a piggy bank or something or like mm-hmm. a box under the bed. And she didn't know, but her husband was going behind her back and pulling out $20 bills to eat for his lunch. And so she kept wondering, like, every time she looked, it wasn't growing. <laughs> she was like... Well, that's deceitful. Yeah, so then yeah. she found out that he had been taking the money for lunch. And she was like... That's that's betrayal. Oh, she was like, you motherfucker. Yeah. You took our child's college and you literally ate and shat out our daughter's college education. Are they still together? No. Yeah. So it's almost like you can do whatever you want to me. But usually the straw that breaks the camel's back for a lot of women is when you start doing it to the children. Mm. And that's when they say that's it. Like I've seen that so much in my practice. That's real. That's real. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I, I tell you, it's um, it really opened my eyes to like how that financial security issue is so important in relationships. It and really it's a big is. issue. It's such a big issue in a lot of black relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think um, so I think if economically our families or if we all get to be- get together economically, I think it'll bring together our families and make our families stronger. How? And if our families, Wait, explain that more. Because I think women want to feel secure. From mm-hmm. the man, mm-hmm. and if a man can't provide financial security, not only does a woman feel insecure, which makes her irritable, mm-hmm. but it makes the man feel like less than a man. So, so the money gets between them. It could get between them, or it could just be a source of shame. It's almost—I think—a man not being able to provide financially is like a man's penis not working. Mm-hmm. You know, and think about it: if his stuff ain't working, he's feeling like, "Damn, this is embarrassing," and she's like okay maybe i need a trade-in you know at least that's what his worst nightmare is right Mm -hmm. so you know so ultimately every man wants to feel like a man he wants his penis and he wants his money (laughs) (laughs) wow so a woman is satisfied in both those areas then you don't have to worry if you pay the bills and you lay in the pipe, usually that's like 80% of the equation. Huh. Okay. I don't know. What do you guys think? We're, we're not going to talk for too long. Um, we just want, we're experimenting. We're trying out this whole podcast thing. And our podcast is um, the Smart Black People podcast. And I think it's on Spotify. And I think it's on, it might be on iTunes now. Oh. Yeah. And so that's pretty cool. Well, can people um, like write questions? Where do they go if they want to, like, submit questions to you? That's a good one. You know, um, I got to think about that. I got to figure out where people can submit questions. Because I know, like, sometimes on the YouTube channel, DrBoysTV.com, people will put stuff there. But honestly, there's so many, so much stuff that comes in, I can't really get to everything. My mm-hmm. email address, I give I give out my email. I don't care. It's boys at boyswalkins.com. <laughs> and what happens is I'll every now and then I'll spot a message, but I can't go through them all. Because there's so much stuff to do, you know. But maybe I can have a question submission form or something. Because I'd like to, I would like to see more questions. But I'm telling you, when you open the floodgates for questions, you get so many, and it's just kind of like oh, that's God. exciting. And, you know, I don't mind it. 
I'm like, I love I love talking to my people, you know, and sometimes I'll do a Q&A in the black business school and all I'll do is just answer questions for like 90 minutes. And after about 90 minutes, my brain is like turning into like chop suey. Mm, OK, yeah, but but anyway, uh, we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll figure out a way to do a Q&A thing because I'd like to answer questions. And that'd be good if we could answer like relationshipy questions. Ah, okay. I mean, you are an expert, so. Oh, am I really? <laughs> yes, you are. But you can di- always disagree with me, boys, and it would be quite all right. Oh, aren't you nice? Give me some yes. sugar. <laughs> I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. So make sure you subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, this is the Smart Black People podcast. I think it's called Smart Black People with Dr. Boyce Watkins. And also you can subscribe to drboycetv.com. And if you want to check out that movie we talked about, you can see the trailer at theblackloveblueprint.com. The blackloveblueprint.com. See you later. Say goodbye. Bye-bye.